How's it going, everybody? Welcome back to 19-Year-Old Shrink. This is Will John Grande. Before we hop into today's topic, I also want to address that I'm actually not 19 years old. I am 20 and a half. I'm actually almost closer to 21 than I am to 19. But everyone's been asking me, like, are you still 19? And the answer is no. But I think 19-year-old shrink sounds a lot catchier than 20-year-old shrink. So we're going to stick with that. Um, so if you've been confused about that, why I've been 19 for a year and a half, that's the answer to your question. But now, today's topic is about keeping your friendships and the importance of having lifelong friendships. And this is something that's become a more important topic to me since coming to college. The reason being, we're in an entirely different place. Some of us across the country, and this is the first time that we're away from those who we've spent a lot of time with. And because our friends were physically present with us almost every day, it was easy to stay in touch. And the same thing for our family members. We live in the same house and those bonds have been the buildup of 18 years of our life. And then once going to college, we're no longer with these people on a daily basis. And obviously there's a grace period of getting adjusted to college where I was still in touch with a lot of my friends and family more consistently. But once getting comfortable, I began getting out of the habit of checking in. And I think part of the reason for that is that we favor proximity. The closer and more uncommon things we have with a group of people, the more we'll spend time with them. So going to the same school as each other fosters the friendship because we have all these different things in common that we could talk about. There are so many triggers that can cause those conversations. Classwork, mutual friends, activities nearby, restaurants, you name it. So when I started becoming comfortable with LMU, I began focusing more on those friends and losing touch with the others because we had a lot more common in our day-to-day -day life. We're spending all our time together, so whatever good events, bad events, and different news that we have, much of it will be related to the other people's experiences near you. So when I began seeing this new phase of life coming in, I began talking more to the people who spent more time with me physically because they reflected more of the experiences of my life in that current moment. Proximity is everything. So I look at a lot of my close friends freshman year, all of them lived in my wing in the dorms because it was easier to hang out in an instant. And now some of them live literally only like a mile away and I don't see them nearly as much as I did when I was a freshman because we aren't as physically close to each other as we were before. And what I think happens is we all get so busy in our lives and forget to stay in touch with each other when we go off to school. But in high school, when we get really busy, usually your friends are really busy with you because you're involved in the same things. So cross country during high school, I was very busy, but it allowed me to actually get closer to my friends because we were all doing cross country together. Now being involved in the other activities in college, I'm busy with other people. And then it becomes a roadblock to staying in touch with my friends from high school, even though I'm getting close with the people at college. And as we continue to grow up, and have all these different experiences, it adds another person into the equation and then you have to get even better at staying in touch with people. Again, I'm still young, so I don't have as much experience with this as let's say a 50 year old or a 60 year old, but I can start to see that this is what the trend is going to be. And this semester was a huge wake up call for me because I realized that I really did miss my high school friends a lot and being busy now was no longer facilitating my past friendships like it was for cross country, but it was a hindrance to staying in touch. And of course, I've met some really great people in college, but I still want to maintain my friendships throughout my life. And with that comes the need to block time off. Again, this goes along with what I've talked about before of important versus urgent. All the different activities I have on campus are going to help me on campus, but are urgent. I have to be at a meeting on a certain time. I need to get this assignment in. 
But long-term, friendships are really important. And we could easily put those on the back burner and wait weeks and months because there isn't a deadline to reach out to them. But then that's when people lose touch and then they feel like they don't have anything else left in common because they waited too long to reach out and then they're hesitant to. And there goes a really important friendship that you used to have. So my advice would be pick a day. My day is Sundays. Pick an hour or two within that day where you just reach out to friends and family that you aren't seeing day to day. And I always recommend calling them up. Building off the last episode by having a call rather than a text with them, you're able to experience something more closely to what you had with them in the past because you were talking face to face with them in the past. You can be able to have a better conversation because you can read people's tones and facial expressions and have a good time just like you did before. And if it's been a while and you don't know what to talk about, maybe you can shoot them a text that involves some sort of fun or funny memory that you two had to trigger that bond again. And from there, you can transition into a call. But what I encourage you to do is this, and this is something I really, really need to work on and something I still struggle with. Don't keep score, (laughs) don't do it. A lot of times with my friends from back home or even people that I haven't lost touch with, I initially think, oh, I should reach out to them. We haven't talked in a while. And then I realize, actually, they haven't reached out to me either, so maybe I won't. And I even do this with people who I see on a regular basis where I don't reach out to hang out as much as I want to because I'm worried that I would come off as being more desperate and wanting to hang out more than they actually want. But when we keep tallies and always keep track of who's reaching out, a lot of the time you're going to feel disappointed. Because naturally, you're going to feel like you're reaching out a lot more than other people. And that's just a feeling that you have to accept. Because chances are the friends you want to keep in touch with or the people you want to see more want to stay in touch with you just as much but have the same fear as you do. And I've lost some great people in my life for letting my ego get in the way and not wanting to be hurt because of doing exactly that. So just don't do it. And this is just as much of an advice to me as it is for you. And just on the other side of this is fulfillment. So take into account everything I just said. By doing all these things, you're able to stay connected to the history of your life. Imagine your life, imagine it as like a TV series. Whatever your favorite TV series is. Mine is Seinfeld, close seconds like Frasier. But there's nine seasons in Seinfeld. And I want you to imagine that each season is a different period in your life. And in each season, there are different friends or characters associated with that season. But you start to lose touch with all the characters from early on in your life. Let's say that's your season one. Now you're only being gifted seasons two through nine from Seinfeld because the one thing that allows me to remember my great memories is being with those people and sharing them with each other. And if you don't stay in touch with them, sometimes those memories start to fade. And if we only focus constantly on the people who are physically present with us or that we see in the current quote unquote season of our life, then the other ones will slowly start to fade away. And we all want nine seasons of Seinfeld. We don't want just one or the seasons of The Office, whatever it is. With staying in touch with all the different characters and the different seasons in your life, you're able to appreciate the good and the bad. And you might be saying like, stop using this like seasons, characters, movies, TV shows analogy to help prove a point, but it really helps solidify it for me. So another example of this, Let's say season one of a TV show. Usually the graphics are not as good as in season nine, but the only way we're able to notice that the graphics aren't as good as in season nine is that we still have access to season one. So you might be like, what's your point here? But staying in touch with the people from all these different stages in your life allows you to remind you of all the memories, good and bad, and see where you've grown. 
just like the TV show has grown from season one to nine. And right now, the only reason I've been able to see my growth is by staying connected to the people that were there for me when I was a more limited version of myself. These are the blurry parts that became more clear over time. And that's another thing that lifelong friends can do. They can reveal the silver linings in your life after the fact. Things could be really blurry for you and mucky and you confide in these people during these times and they help support you and you really appreciate it, but you're still swept up in the emotion of the event and don't appreciate it as much as you should. But as the years go by and you stay connected to these people, you can realize that your friendship grew from these times and their help. And once you removed yourself emotionally from a situation, your life can become clear. And this is where you start viewing everything in a positive light rather than a negative one, because it's no longer winning or losing, it's winning or learning that leads to winning in the future. So I know I'm throwing a ton of information at you and a ton of different analogies and metaphors and whatnot, but here's some of my main takeaways just to sum up what I've just talked about. I'm young, but I've realized that the older you get, the more work you need to put in to keep those valuable friendships. And with that comes planning that out into your schedule and prioritizing the important things rather than the urgent things. And by not keeping a tally of how many times you've reached out versus them reaching out, you have better opportunities to keep those relationships. And from there, you get to experience the gift of seeing yourself grow. People allow me to be tied to certain memories and emotions throughout my life. And I'm sure that they can do the same for you. And the more we can keep in touch with these important people in our life, the more we can be able to appreciate our own history, our history of life, see where we've grown, and also create new memories with them. And from there, that's when you start to see the fulfillment come in. That's all I got for you guys today. I hope you enjoyed the listen. If you want to reach out to me, my Instagram page is 19-year-old-shrink-podcast on Instagram, and my personal page is WJG23. But thank you so much, and have a great rest of your day. Take care.